it is actually sad. I heard today, uh, I sent you guys the link for like the Hasbro Kickstarter for that new uh, HeroScape game. Mm-hmm, yeah. They didn't get enough backers, so they didn't uh, actually make it. Tough. Bummer. Totally would have done it if we had won the lottery. Yeah. It was, what, like $250 for that game? Yeah. That's, that's all it was? We have very different ideas for how much a game should cost. $250? Yeah, that's what it costs. Who doesn't have that? That's a good point. Why do they that's need to point. kickstart $250? No, 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 no. I think he's saying like the actual game itself, like to purchase like, the game. It wasn't really a kickstarter. Oh. It was like a... It was like a Hasbro Kickstarter where they needed so many you people pre-order. to sign up and one one copy of the game. Yeah, it was pre-ordered. Oh, now that's insane. Never mind. Buying, take my reaction, but on the other direction. <laughs> okay, good. I was really confused. You were like, who doesn't have $250? I was like, I don't to spend on one game. No. <laughs> like, sure, I do, but not for that. Of course not. Sipping on the coffee like it's life support Yeah Everybody's lost in their days And they're lost in their life And they're calling it all the daily sacrifice So come and sort me out Tell them that this one's gotta go Hey folks, welcome to Nickel Park it's a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life, and I am your tour guide, Ben. Hey, I'm your tour guide, Joshua. And I'm your tour guide, Luke. What up? Apparently, I say tour wrong. It's uh, one of my friends that listens to the podcast says that it should be tour. Luke I think says we've talked tour. To, I say tour. Yeah. But it is tour. Yeah, I'm a little self-conscious about it tonight, but I'll get over it. Tour. But the word is tour, right? Yeah. It is tour. It is how people pronounce it. That's how words are. Amen. How do you all feel about toe-ear? Now that I don't think is even phonetically possible, based on just the number of letters that there are. Toe-ear. 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 Toe-ear could be. Toe-ear is not enough. Toe-ear, God. Not enough there. <laughs> I'm your toe-ear, God. Tour. T-O-R. That's all you gotta know. No, but there's a U in there. <laughs> yeah, it's one of them fake U's that they add to other vowels to make the same sound. Tour. Root. 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 Why isn't it tour. Why isn't it tower? If you say hour, take away tour? the T, it's hour. Yeah. Tower. English is bad. It's just, we just make up a pronunciation <laughs> and then the, they wrote Stick it. Stick to your guns. They wrote it all down and we're like, this is how you spell everything. And then they're like, now just say it however you want. We're not we're less concerned about the pronunciation. Yeah. Um right. so Josh has just sent us sent us a rather shocking video. Oh. Maybe shocking is the wrong <laughs> word. Happen? Confusing is maybe <laughs> accurate. Mm-hmm. Um Ignore the baby in the background. Oh, that's what that is. I thought that was part of it. I'll yeah, turn no. it down. What appears to be an ad hoc dance group <laughs> no, in a parking lot behind a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Did you get nervous? Because the second they turn around, 
when it seems like maybe the climax of the video is going to happen, you <laughs> throw the phone down instantly. Uh, <laughs> the the light turned green. Ah, mm. okay. I was I was stuck at a stuck at a red light, and yes, I was nervous. I didn't want them to see me <laughs> filming them. I don't I don't know. That is weird, and their outfits are um interesting. Yeah. Any any guesses as to what grocery store Ben was right? This this was at the back of a grocery store. Any guesses as to which uh, Harris Teeter? I mean, what I don't even know Food what line. stores you have there. Yeah, I guess that is a pretty. I know that those two are in North Carolina. I know that it's not a whole lot to go off of. It was a Trader Joe's. Yeah, ah, there was okay. a, a group practicing choreography in the loading parking lot of a Trader Joe's, and they were Trader okay. Joe's employees. Like they had. Trader Joe's gear on. Hmm. I, I, I have a good idea. Okay. Do is there some kind of a Macy's parade equivalent that happens near you for Thanksgiving? And these Trader Joe's folks were part of the Trader Joe's dance club that performs yearly at the slightly less well-known Durham Day Parade, Durham Thanksgiving Parade. Uh, there is a holiday parade. Okay. That takes place on December 17th. That is, that's, it's a little premature, I feel like, but maybe. Mm -hmm. How long does it take to learn a dance number? I don't know, but they seemed like they're well on their way. Yeah. 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 They had quite the routine that they were working on. How long were Um, you, how long were you there before you started filming? I was there for a good minute and a half, two minutes. And they were like, so So when I first saw them, there were a couple of people, like there was one lady at the front leading the group and they were all stretching out, getting limber. And what I thought it was, was maybe like a pre-work stretch thing to make sure no one gets injured while loading and unloading mm-hmm. trucks. I'll tell you what a plant warm up. Yeah, I've heard of people, like companies doing that. But no, they broke into to dance instead, mm. and that's when I started filming. It is Trader Joe's, so I wouldn't put it past them to do like a pre-shift dance warm-up. Because mm-hmm. the people at Trader Joe's are pretty cool. They are pretty cool. It's the it's actually the the it's the only grocery store that my wife has admitted that she would like to work at. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She said she she. One loves Trader Joe's and two enjoys just like the people who work there. So I don't know. And you know what? I could see, I could see Ivy maybe doing that dancing outside of a Trader Joe's. Yeah, like if if that was just the company deal was like before you start your shift, everybody's got to go out and get their boogie on. Heck no, dude! I would quit day one. Not even day <laughs> one. I wouldn't make it through. Well, maybe it's optional, and maybe they're all just super into it. Oh, I think I found it. I googled Chapel or I googled Trader Joe's Chapel Hill dance, and a news article from 2019: Employees at Chapel Hill Trader Joe's treat shoppers to a holiday dance, and they posted okay. a video, and I guess it got big hits, and they wanted to do it again. Right on! Wow. Yeah. Trader Joe's is a cool place for cool, cool people. Place, yeah. I like Do a that. little, a little, uh, not mosh pit. What's the dance thing? That was a thing for a while. Dancing. It's still a thing. People I've, still do it. Yeah, I guess they've been doing it for a while. 
What the, what's the thing where you, um, like you're out in public, someone brings out a boombox, and then people mob. start. Thank you. Jeez. Yeah, a very specific flash mob. Hmm. Yeah, that's so. I guess my question is: Do they do it? Do they do it daily at a specific time? Do they do it one day? Do they do it when no one's expecting it? Mm, maybe. Like what do they do? Are, are like is a Trader Joe's employee helping you find your gluten dairy free uh, soybean back? acne paste and then suddenly they're <laughs> dancing next to you <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah it does kind of ruin the surprise of the whole thing though when you practice in the parking lot for everyone to see yeah mm. but not everyone it's just like you and maybe 11 yeah. other people in line and you didn't get to see the whole thing it's like 30 minutes long and I'm sure there's music involved that you weren't right. hearing so really it just gives me a hankering to go back and see this thing mm-hmm. yeah it was a teaser, a promo. Preview. Mm-hmm. Now, I also have witnessed an interesting uh, dance ritual in a parking lot that mm-hmm. I, I, well, I haven't shared it because one, I forgot until just now, and two, I'm not sure if it's racially insensitive to talk about mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Cast your fears aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it was probably around the time of 9.30 to 10 p.m., mm-hmm. and I was in a Taco Bell drive-thru, mm-hmm. and of course. there's a Kroger right next to the Taco Bell, and mm-hmm. the parking lot is basically empty, except for about six to seven cars in a circle, with their all facing each other with their headlights on, mm-hmm. and then one car very loudly playing Indian dance music. Okay. Like Bollywood kind of? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then a bunch of people in the circle amongst the cars dancing and then just randomly screaming. Interesting. Like, they're all dancing and they're just letting out these, I'm not going to try to do it, but loud screams to the point where I could hear it in my car with whatever I had playing, I could still hear what was going on. Do you think maybe they are socially fearful individuals and they have to hype each other up just to go shopping in the Kroger? Maybe, like, but I think Kroger was closed at this time. Hmm, it was late okay. at night and their their children were running amok in the parking lot. Oh, wow. no. Yeah. And then there was just a bunch of adults, like older adults doing this. Interesting. For the record, that was very racially sensitive. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They were yeah, all Indian. That's, that's just a that's just, that's a, just thing, a fact yeah you know? yeah that is what happened but i didn't know right. if that was like oh yeah it's I, that's something indian people do why do you think that's funny i guess that's it a is good point because <laughs> they're because they were doing it you know what i'll say it i think it's funny <laughs> <laughs> it would here's the thing it would have been funny regardless of what yeah. it could have it could have been a mixed race of people and it would have been hilarious mm-hmm. <laughs> Precisely. Uh, interesting. It's funny. It could. Although I will say, could have also been really creepy. There's yeah. definitely a lot of ways it could have gone where oh, yeah. it would not have looked good. Had uh, had I, I don't know. There, yeah, there's different scenarios where that is terrifying. But right, it felt safe. Been it was scary. a decently lit area, you know, mm-hmm. in Middletown Kroger parking lot. Yeah, like if it had been a bunch of jacked up trucks with. Manga flags 
and a bunch of white guys in camo doing it. That would have been a little weird. Now, Josh did say manga flags. Manga flags. Sort of Japanese. Japanese. Manga, yes. (laughs) Real country weebs. (laughs) Country weebs. Now, I was going to say, I don't know if I'd be that scared of the first one, but then you (laughs) said country weebs, and now I'm running. (laughs) Do you you know what the scariest version would be, though, right? Mm -hmm. Is it. Uh, just the same thing. It doesn't matter about the people and who they are or anything about them or their cars or anything. But if there was no music playing and it was just a bunch of people dancing mm-hmm. to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then still screaming. Yeah. Yeah. That would have yeah. been the worst thing. <sighs> Do you think that they were doing a Jericho thing and trying to bring that Kroger down? <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> and they do it every night. Just seven, in case. Seven nights. It has not fallen. <laughs> did did you... Were there any spectators? Were people like kind of gawking? Or were yeah. people just kind of turning a blind eye? Cause I mean, everyone in the Taco Bell line. <laughs> I mean, nothing else was open. Every store in the whole area was closed. There wasn't really any traffic other than like the four That's or fair. five people in line at... Taco Bell, and I I did check. The person behind me was also filming the <laughs> the incident. Oh man, uh, I wish is... you could have got a small group together just to go watch and cheer him on or something. Like not in like a mean way. I guess it would have been hard to make it, it seem like yeah. you weren't being mm-hmm. kind of judgmental. But I just want to know the why. Mm-hmm. I really want to know the why. Could like, you have joined in? Why? Why? Why not your house? You know, mm-hmm. for this event, <laughs> and why there? Why, why parking, parking lot? lot? Rent a dance studio or something. It's it was so peculiar. Maybe they were traveling on sort of a pilgrimage of sorts uh-huh. to every Kroger in the country. Hmm. Maybe their flight. They missed their flight. They didn't get to perform in the Kroger like they were supposed to. So they. But they st- the show had to go on, so they performed right. outside the Kroger. Yeah. Maybe they were performing somewhere later that night, and it was near the Kroger. And, was and they practice. just needed a, they, they, a I mean, warm-up? Yeah. A rehearsal. It's impossible to tell. We may never know. We probably won't ever know. Hey, Luke, go ahead. You just Google whatever Kroger it was, at, when wherever it was, and add dance to it, and I bet it'll pop right up. Yeah, I got a result pretty quick. All right, I'll give it a shot. Ben, do you have any? Did you see anybody doing weird dance stuff in the car? Wait, I can't tell you the last time I saw anybody dance. I've left every wedding I've gone to recently before the dancing even <laughs> starts. Like some kind of elderly, we're like an elderly couple now. Hmm. We get the we get the free food and then and then it's like a heist like free food and drinks, got it and then got we it. leave go go go, yeah we did that last night for a friendsgiving with our Bible study, yeah, nothing on the Google, bummer it was all just Indian dancing and Kroger there was no overlap. Mm. Mm. Did you type in why do Indian people dance? <laughs> no, because I would imagine it's. Pretty similar to why any race of people would dance. Right. Could be surprised. I would be surprised by anything other than <laughs> for fun. That's what I'm saying. But Ben, you have no no, no interesting... I can't, I can't think of a single interesting dance story. 
It doesn't have to be dance related. I just want to make sure you got to say something before we started going making money or anything. Um, I mean, I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I mean, from the time I come home to the time that I get on to record, it's it's mostly just baby talk. So speaking, you know, full words is good. Right. That's actually I talk. I just talk straight up regular English to the to my kids because I figure they got to learn it at some point and exactly. both of them are terrible at it and I actually it makes me frustrated when people around us voice with Ian because I'm like yeah. listen he is bad at speaking English and you are not helping <laughs> you need to pronounce words like they are supposed to be pronounced or he's gonna be an idiot I agree that's how I always talk to children yeah just tell them what's up morning that's I will say that's to a certain point. I still do baby talk with Lucy though, but that's because well, she sure. only speaks and yeah. squeaks. Yeah, she can't use words yet. Yeah. Also, we juked. I should. Uh, we juked another listener, the wife of. Well, okay. What are my friends? The husband and wife. The husband listens to the podcast regularly. And he was playing it in the car for his wife, and mm-hmm. apparently we went to the ad booth, and she's like, wait, you listen to the ads? <laughs> and, he was, and he was like, shut up. <laughs> and she's like, do they actually get money for him? <laughs> and he's like, just listen, which we do, obviously. Yes, of course we do. But she's, We will. They've all we, promised. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> for three years now, we've had promise after promise. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna pay up eventually um mm-hmm. so but then she realized how good of ads we do mm-hmm. and right. that it's worth listening to right uh, no one should because- ever skip our ads because they i mean most of the time i would say they apply to most people yeah except for like the breweries and distilleries we've done that's not children appropriate right but square ritz which square Ritz. bad news? It's still they still haven't set a new date for the release of there. Square Ritz. Yeah, they're still working through the the cracker printing process yeah. to make them square. I had to throw out the specialty square cheese blocks that I had cut yeah. for them in anticipation because they got moldy. So. It's a real bummer. Yeah. Do you guys ever picture um, like a cracker production line like from Star Wars Episode Two, where it, it comes down and goes like. Mm. And it just mm-hmm. prints crackers like that. I imagine every production line Same. like Star Wars Episode Two. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> they just pour in whatever the material is, and then a big old stamp comes down. Yeah. And no matter crackers, <laughs> no matter what the product is, there's still a giant bowl of lava that has to be poured. <laughs> Everything is lava at some yeah. point. It all it all comes out red hot, no matter what it is. <laughs> oh man, yep. MacBook Pro. Just yep. a whole liquid tub of them. That is probably most of our first experience with, um, like a production line, right? Like I think I saw Neither. that movie long before I saw a real production line. No, in action. because if did y'all ever watch uh, Mr. Rogers? No. Yes, he would of randomly course. have those segments of like how it's made on there. And it would be like an assembly line thing of how they make toothpaste or what really shoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You don't that dude was so far ahead of his time. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure I probably wrote those segments off as boring, as like the ad section. This is a boring ad <laughs> section. <laughs> I'll come back. Yeah, but there was no skip back then. You just had to watch it. Yeah, you didn't have to. Just leave. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, you'd walk away. Turn around. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's like, I boycott this. <laughs> Turns around in the couch. I don't yeah. want to know how shoes are made. He didn't do anything else in the meantime. He just no, turned he around just... <laughs> and didn't actively didn't watch. Just a pure act of obstinance. And yeah. Did a little dance. Uh, who's feeling have, poor? Sp- oh, I do have a. I, oh, I have. I forgot. I have a good dance story. Okay, excellent. Uh, but it is from inside my house, as all stories are these days. <laughs> uh, um, Ian loves the song Numb by Khalid or Khalid however you say his name Khalid okay yeah Khalid Khalid. he loves the song Numb okay it is no joke his favorite song and he has a (laughs) dance that he will do to it for the different parts of the song Uh like during the normal the normal verses he does like a side to side shuffle kind of a hitch thing going like Uh this is your home yeah this is your zone he stays right in there and then as soon as he goes into numb, 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 my boy drops it. <laughs> so good. Is he just he just go, he just starts shaking his booty around, just dropping it. Heck yeah. He'll do it, he'll do it in the high chair. It's great. Which in the high chair, all he can do is kind of hunch his shoulders up and down. Mm-hmm. But you still get it. And then he'll go side to side in the high chair during the rest of the song. It's excellent. I'll have to send you a video of yep. him sometime, but Okay. Yeah, he'll he'll drop it like it's hot when he hits the numb. So. That's dope. Try, try playing like work by Rihanna for him yeah. and see if, see how much <laughs> if if the twerking increases or decreases. Mm-hmm. He he uh he likes he likes a uh, little post little post Malone. Okay. Um, he likes most Khalid stuff, and he uh, also unfortunately does like some Megan Trainer songs. But I did not play those for him. Mm. That was my sister in law. Mm. Ah, nice. So. Yep. Yeah, try to keep discouraging that behavior. I mostly listen to classical music, and he tries to dance to it sometimes. It's just not; it just doesn't quite work. Nice three dance stories. We did it. You're welcome, audience. This is, this is a good podcast. Yeah, it is <laughs> top in the charts. Uh, let's go make some money. Cool. Hey guys, welcome to the ad booth. This is the part of the show where we talk about good companies and brands in exchange for money that they've promised to give us. Uh, This week, we go big and then we go home, as always, and our go big ad is a little organization by the name of Upward Basketball. Uh, Upward Basketball, if you haven't heard of it, is a, um, well, it's actually just Upward Sports, I think, at this point. Um, They are a nonprofit organization that organizes sports for youngsters uh, to get them interested in fun games, uh, particularly basketball. That was the one we grew up with, I think, knowing the most. Um, Gets them interested in basketball at a young age um, and provides opportunities for for kids that maybe normally wouldn't have those opportunities. Um, And they have continued to just change... Uh, the game in super fun and creative ways. 
to make it more accessible and exciting uh, for 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 the the little people. And so they just wanted to get the word out. And uh, sorry, not little people, but like <laughs> the small youths. youths, yeah, little in age. Um, uh, so they just wanted to. They heard about our podcast and thought that it would be a good resource to get the name out there and let some folks know what they got going on. So. Uh, take it away, boys, if anything stood out to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad it did. Yep. <laughs> Have at it there, Ben. Yeah, so the first thing that, of course, stood out to me uh, was that now basketball games, at least specifically, uh, will be played in a trampoline park. Mm-hmm. That is, of course, every kid's dream to be able to get up there and dunk mm-hmm. like the pros to be able to hit some just crazy half-court shots because you're 15 feet in the air when you shoot it, like, mm-hmm. bounce over people. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be super fun. I want to yeah. play, and I'm an adult. Yeah. Yep. That would be a lot of fun. A lot of cool trick shots, dunks. Yeah, kids kids double bouncing, you know, their teammate mm-hmm. into the into the air for a, for a quick alley-oop. If you're bored, you play popcorn on the side. Why not? <laughs> totally fine. Encouraged, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. One thing that I think is definitely an improvement, at least for children's basketball, is uh, there's no stealing. I always found that as a problem. Um, mm. When I was growing up, I trying to play basketball, people would steal the ball. Right, they try and, and take it away from That seemed wrong me. because I was always taught that stealing is illegal. And they have finally merged the justice system with upward basketball. And mm-hmm. you will be incarcerated for stealing. Yeah. It's 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 a pretty strict rule, but it's there for, you know, the benefit of the kids. Everyone's mm-hmm. having more fun now. No one gets the ball stolen. Yep. They're mm-hmm. learning their civic responsibilities. Yes. Yeah. It's yep. teaching a good lesson. Stealing mm-hmm. is wrong. You steal, you jail. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Yeah. They're, they've implemented a couple of like civil ordinances, I guess. Like mm-hmm. you have to yield your right away to oncoming traffic. Mm-hmm. Traffic, of course, being the player with the ball. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, no posting up anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's good stuff like that that just makes it, you know, flow a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And also to boost morale. So in the, they've changed it instead of doing two halves, they do, um, and what do you even call them in the hockey where there's three, three halves, trimesters, mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they play three trimesters of basketball and the first two are standard, like, I think it's called turds, turds. There's three turds of basketball being played. The first one. And the second one are your standard, you know, one team versus one team. But then on the third one, the third turd, if you will, both teams, both teams are on offense all the time at the same time, constantly. Okay. Okay. And so it's, it brings you together to kind of distill any feeling of competition you might've had during the game that's sort of canceled out at the end. And it it does get confusing because there's still two goals but everyone's on the same team just trying to score as much right, as possible. Right. Yeah. The the points just go up astronomically. It's awesome. Yeah. Um 
I really like that they've implemented um, proportional ball sizes for children. Like it's when I was a time. kid, I always I always hated that I couldn't palm a ball. Like mm-hmm. they could, so clearly it was proportional to them. Um, so yeah, now they're basically playing with like a Nerf ball mm-hmm. um, for for the real young kids, uh, right? And then it scales up from there, right? And the um, I like that the goal itself, the basket is actually yes. two to three times as large depending on the age bracket you're playing in. So for the really young kids, it's actually six feet around. Um, and they only put it three feet off the ground. Wow. For the biddies, yeah. It's only a 12-foot court, so it's it's mostly rim. It's, it is mostly rim, yeah. You, uh, yeah, you can get away with a lot of full-court shots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, they were confused at first because they have, like, the automatic score machine. Yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, But kids were shooting from inside their own hoop into the other hoop, and it was very confusing because huh, you were I getting negative that. scores early in the game. Right, yeah. And with the trampolines going on, kids were scoring themselves into the basket. <laughs> <laughs> right, you would, they, right your, your three-and-a-half-year-old was going for a wicked windmill dunk, and he would go through with the ball. Uh-huh, He'd right. score four points, and it was wildly confusing. Yeah, and there's no legal <clears throat> repercussions for that in our judicious system, so there's nothing the refs could do about it. Right. Yeah. They just had to let the kids fall through the hoops as they may. Yeah, it's also refed by policemen. <laughs> <laughs> Officer, can I take my free throw shot? <laughs> oh, man. Yep. It's almost not even basketball anymore. <laughs> Yeah, but it is. It's still the hardest game. Basketball. It it's is. Basketball. It is. It still is basketball. America's second favorite pastime. Yeah, it's upward. Um, so yeah, if you are interested in that and you have a young one that you think would would enjoy that, then you can uh, you can look them up at upward. dot com and uh, and get signed up and participated. And if you use the promo code Nickel Park, you will get a Nickel Park jersey for uh, them to play in. Heyo. Yeah, that's right. We've got our own team. Anyone who wears our jerseys scores points for us. That's right. That's another thing they're doing is corporate sponsorships <laughs> and corporate teams for small, small children. Yeah, whenever they go to, for a free throw shot, they turn and look at the camera and they're given a mic and they say, I just want to thank today's sponsor for this free throw shot. And uh, and then they take the shot. So, yeah, it's Young great. brands. <laughs> yep. Then they drain it. Yep. Yeah, it also takes away from the like the brutal com- competitive nature because really everyone's playing for a different team. They're mm-hmm. all playing for their own corporate sponsor. It's like NASCAR now. <laughs> and now we're going home. Uh, our our home this week is here in Louisville, and we're sponsored by a new restaurant called Old McDonald's Farm to Table Gourmet Burger Bistro. A uh, bit of a mouthful, mm-hmm. but. Um, it, it, it's an exciting new restaurant hitting the scene here in Louisville, already a town of great food, but they're, they're adding their, uh, their own twist to, to the market. And we're just going to talk about some of the things they're offering, putting on the menu and, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully you guys go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Super excited about it. Next time we go visit. So ready to, to check it out. Um, looks like a, like a really great burger restaurant. Mm-hmm. And it's all locally sourced, so delicious kind of stuff. Um, 
They're like their quintessential menu item that everyone that I've been seeing like on Instagram and stuff is their uh, their large Donald. Um, it's just like their standard hamburger. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's cool. It, it it's got like this special. I don't know this aioli on it. Really special kind of. It's so good from yeah. what I've from what I've heard. Um, and and it and it's actually got a bun in the middle. Which oh. is pretty revolutionary. Oh, whoa. Yeah, three bun burg. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So the the large Donald is definitely what I'm going to be getting when I head up that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I what I really like about OMFTGBB is that when you if you if you're on like a tighter budget uh, or you have uh, like a larger family or if you got kids or something and, and you're trying to feed a lot of people, they do have um, kind of like a um, how would you say, like a like a value menu kind of deal, mm-hmm. um, where you can get like smaller burgers, like for kids or for people who just aren't super mm-hmm. hungry, uh, and you can have those, and they're just like a little more an affordable option. But of course, it's still farm to table, so it's still like really good yeah. for the community and your yep. heart and gut health and whatnot, and all the other good things about farm mm-hmm. to table. Yep, and. Another great thing, they are very kid-friendly. Um, yes. First of all, they have the, this whole selection uh, on their menu called the Joy Meal, and it's just for kids. It comes in this snazzy little box uh, with a toy, something they're really going to enjoy. And then they have a they have a a full playground connected with a bunch of f- fun stuff for the kids. Mm-hmm. They also have the little characters in there, like. Gurmish. Ger, ger, Gurmish, <laughs> the big purple guy. And right. The Herbler. Yep. The Burger Robber? Yeah, the Herbler. <laughs> yeah, super uh, kid friendly. I love yeah. that aspect. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited about their uh, boneless ribs sandwich. Mm. It's They've got ribs, like rib meat. Yeah, but it doesn't have any bones in it, so it's like it's a sandwich with, but without all the work of having to pick around the rib bones. Right. Well, we that those come from uh, boneless pigs, like the ones we talked about last week. I think. Oh, okay. Farm to table boneless pigs. That's right. Yep, they're a the Kentucky original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember y'all talking about seeing them at the state fair this year for the first time. Yeah, that was a wild experience. You can scratch their um, butt and their head at the same time. You can do whatever you want with those bad boys. Yeah, you can roll them up like a tortilla. I like uh, since it's farm to table. Of course, they don't want they don't do any frozen anything, right? They don't freeze uh, their, their sure, burger right. patties and whatnot. Um, Always they fresh, go for, never frozen. They go for a uh, kind of a different approach where they actually just freeze the whole cow. Mm. Okay. So then they can take the cow straight from the farm. Mm-hmm. Put them in the freezer, and then they can get the burgers out of the cow later. But they don't actually freeze the patties. It's all the juices and the moisture stay in the cow because it's just right. a whole frozen cow. In fact, the cow stays alive, um, and they love it. They're into it. The cows are big into the this cryo chamber farm to table experience. So and then they... they bring them out later and burger them in the restaurant at the, in restaurant. the restaurant. Yeah, yep. in the back of the restaurant. Okay, so really, it's farm to freezer to butcher to table. Well, they don't. I mean, the butcher's always gonna the butcher's always gonna be in there. Farm to table 
It's never never well, without sure. the butchers. Sure, and, sure, sure, sure. And so, the, and they try not to. I mean, they try not to freeze the cows. But if they do have to cryo freeze the cows, yeah, they will do it. And I mean, it's humane. I mean, people are already cryoing themselves. That's that's right. like a big thing now for health. Right. Yeah, I I say again, the cows are into it. Yeah. They've done a lot of tests on them. They definitely love it. Well, thank you. Uh, big, big, big thanks to Old McDonald's oh. Farm to Table Gourmet Burger Bistro. Um, go check them out. And if you say the secret password when you get up there, and that is McNichol Park, they will give you a free filet fish <laughs> <laughs> Hey folks, welcome to the part of the show where we solve problems unconventionally. This week, it is freezing in Kentucky. It got so cold so fast, and I was not prepared for it. My house was not prepared for it. So this week, what we're going to tackle is how do you winterize your home, help you save on energy bills, help you keep all that good heat inside the house, but let's do it unconventionally. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't have a lot of experience in this arena. The only thing I've ever winterized was helping my dad winterize a boat. Mm-hmm. So if houses are anything like that, all you have to do is drain out the water from the water cooling system and add antifreeze in. Okay. Is there is our houses that is that how houses are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And bodies. I've never thought about doing that with me, but I bet I would feel a whole lot better if I was chock-a-block full of antifreeze. I think you would. You would feel different. Yeah. It would be a lot warmer. <laughs> feel a lot warmer, a lot easier to get to work in the mornings, mm-hmm. going out in your car. Like, I don't have to worry about outside, I got antifreeze. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about anything. I'm a dead man. <laughs> it's so warm up here in heaven. Speaking of cars, there's mm-hmm. a great idea for how to heat up your house. Mm-hmm. You know how when it's cold, everyone's exhaust is always smoking? Yep. That's because it's hot. Mm-hmm. Turn on your car, pump that right into the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. The exhaust, because it's hot. and It'll heat your house. Right. Sure. That is yeah. pretty good. I mean, it's basically a fireplace, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. The, fire, the fire is the engine combustion. I think that uh, that's work. pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I'm thinking just like a big bubble over your house. Okay. And, uh, you know, your house, you have a furnace in your house. So there is generating heat. It just gets lost. So if you could create like your own little dome, your own little, uh, what's the word I'm trying? Bio, biodome? Bio, yeah, your own biome. Surround your house in it. And and create your own little ecosystem. <gasps> Sorry, to keep it uh, nice and warm and, and insulated in there. Perhaps, perhaps. All right, throughout the throughout the year, throughout the warm months, you're gonna need to start um, just taking firewood or recycling or really anything, and just strapping it on the outside of your house. 
Mm-hmm. And then when the winter starts, you light it on fire. And you're going to mm-hmm. need enough that it's going to stay lit for all of winter. And basically, mm-hmm. it's going to make a firewall between you and the cold. And mm-hmm. The inside of your house will be fine because you don't need that kind of heat inside. But right. it's definitely going to make a sort of a, a thermal barrier between you and the outside. And a ton- you're going to have to ch- uh, carve a tunnel for you to come in and out of your house. Yeah. And that last little bit of the tunnel is going to be on fire, and you're going to have to kind of sprint right through that part. Right, yeah. Mm, unless you did some kind of underground apparatus. Ooh, come mm, in the basement. True. Hey, there's there's an idea for you. Just move your house underground during the winter. Elevator house. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Drop it. Drop it down 20 floors or so. Mm-hmm. Get some of that earth heat. Earth heat. Some of that internal magma. Mm-hmm. Lava house. From the earth's core. Mm-hmm. If you drill a tiny little hole so that just the slightest bit of magma spurts through into your fireplace. Comes right on through. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, yep. You got your own little hot spot. Yeah. This is similar to the idea we had of what do you do when you lose power during the winter. I think Did we had we, some we had some ideas similar to that. Was it lava related? I don't know. I want to say I know we had some sun related ideas. Yeah, that's a, that's that's what's always gotten me about winter is the sun's still hot. Where is it at? And you see it. Uh huh. You know you th- can still see the sun in the winter. Why is it not touching us in the same way it does? I think, I think it's because we are further away from it. Hmm. Because cause our orbit's on an oval, right? Yeah, it's elliptical. Yeah. So, we're on the far away part. But then why aren't there two far away parts? Excellent question. No one knows. Cause, it's because the Earth's on a, on a... Its axis is angled. It's all tilted. What if we yeah. straightened it out? Straighten the Earth out. And straighten the oval out. If we could, yeah, if we could find the perfect verti- vertical axis for the Earth and the perfect circle around the sun so that it's like spring year round, it's got to that, exist. That's the ideal situation. And then, really, all your seasons would just be where you live because, like, the equator would be summer, mm-hmm. you know? And as you oh, go up, yes. it becomes winter when you get to the top. So you just pick your favorite season and live in that strip. Yep. That sounds pretty great. And then instead of countries, we're ident- we identify ourselves by seasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am part of the fall humans. Right. Yeah, so what do you think about that idea, Ben? Um I don't know. It seems like it could be it's maybe too conventional. Hmm. Interesting. So uh hmm. you know. I didn't think it was, but you know, yeah. I don't know. It seems like, like, like all that work, but is it is it really unconventional? Yeah, I mean, I guess I people have probably what you're people have probably thought of that before. I guess, yeah. Someone, oh, someone's definitely thought of it for sure. Man, all right, at least two. Yeah, <laughs> two. At least two of them, or two people. Two people have thought about it. Oh yeah. Okay. So what if we took that though and like built on it a little bit? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got go something ahead. to add. Yeah, go ahead and just. Well, that, if well, just got... What if we did so? Like you could start with that idea, mm-hmm. 
and then but then you could just like maybe change it a little bit or maybe you could just just kick it up a notch no i see what you're saying what part would you change <laughs> yeah what, think, which part would you kick up specifically i think hmm hmm yeah <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I mean, it'd have to be something about the way you implemented it, for sure. Okay. (laughs) It's really talking around it. I feel like you have a great idea and you're nervous to share. Is that what it is? Is that your hesitation? I just, I mean, I just don't want to, like, uh... I just don't want to stomp. Like it was, it's a great base to build off of, but I don't want to make it. You know, I don't want to make it see. You know, it really show like my great idea to make you feel bad or anything. So okay, I'll bring it up next winter. Next winter, I'll for sure. I'll you know enlighten you all. Okay, can't wait. What is insulation? Fiberglass, uh, vermiculum. Uh, rock wool. Um, Vermiculum sounds like a disease that you could get in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. It probably is. It's not good. It's an old, it's an outdated insulation material. Styrene uh, is a good one. Okay. That's just a few of them. Why does it work? Because of the R value. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the okay. R value is a factor. Well, the R value is just a, a, a numerical uh, representation of uh, the heat uh, transfer ability. Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof, in this case. Uh, the, the rate at which heat uh, diffuses through the material. Like, you can hold okay. your hand on one side for a long mm-hmm. time. Other side won't even feel anything. That's right. It's because it's got a high R value. Unless it doesn't. Like, paper... Horrible R value. It's mm-hmm. like negative two, I bet. Aluminum mm. foil, even worse. Even worse. Uh, but you got that R35, that R50. Holy that's moly. That's like, yeah, that's like industrial strength insulation. Bet you didn't know we knew this much about insulation, did you, Luke? No. No, this has actually made it much harder for me to say what I was hoping to maybe get at. <laughs> so, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, what you're trying to do is prevent the air from passing mm-hmm. through it. Okay, and also any conductivity. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you got convection and conduction, right? Right. You want neither of them to happen. Mm-mm. Are you intentionally yawning? No, it was real, but it fit. <laughs> <laughs> but if it gets us to shut up, then <laughs> what was your idea? I didn't have an idea. I thought you would say something casual and maybe I would be able to say something <laughs> dumb after. <laughs> what if what if you built your house inside of a larger house that was not yours to clarify. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like a Walmart. <laughs> oh, okay, which is so- Wally's house. What if you built your house inside of Wally's house? Mm-hmm. Indoor house. Yeah. Or the mall. You built it in the mall. Could you rent out like a mall store and live there? Yeah. Then they heat and cool your house for you. Electric bill's going to be way lower. So yeah. low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then your house, is the, your, your outside is the mall. And that's that true. Or Walmart. And that's 
maybe worse. That's, that's kind of nice is what I was thinking oh. maybe for mm. the Walmart. What about Costco? Costco or? is the one for sure. You could build a house in Costco and no one would know. You could build that toilet paper in the toilet paper aisle and and no one would ever know. Yeah. I think if you did just build a house in the middle of a Costco, there'd be like, oh, that's the house part. Right. That's where <laughs> like, I that's could buy just my house. part of Costco. You mm. could buy a house. Yep. At a, at a discounted, at bulk, in bulk at a discounted rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, what if you, I'm just, now I'm on this now. What if you owned a, like a tank, okay? Mm-hmm. And tanks are pretty strong. And what if you brought like a bunch of food with you and then mm-hmm. you parked your tank through the wall of the bathroom so that you had access to water and then they came to say, hey, get your tank out of this Costco. And you said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do about it? Hmm, okay. What can anyone do about you and your tank in the in the Costco bathroom? Another tank? <laughs> yeah. But they're not going to kill you, Right. Like, they're not going to kill you in your tank in the Costco. I think they have to let you live there. I guess they could try to tow it away, but it's a, like it's a tank. It would t- You'd have to get like a like a big thing into the Costco. Your tank could fit probably fit through the front door mostly, but that like the crane they bring in isn't. Mm. I think you're just I think they just have to say, well, he lives here now and he has a tank, so we can't do anything about it. This is the Costco tank. We have to okay. outlast him. So now, that, let me get this right. The only reason your tank is in a Costco is to have water? Uh, Got to be easier ways to get water. Water and yeah. food. Okay. So I mean, you... like you could sneak out of your tank because they'll give up after like a few months, right? Oh, at night when they all go home. Yeah, I mean, there might be one security guard, but again, you have a tank. Like You, have a tank. you come out and say like, don't move or I'll shoot you with my tank. And then you go get a bunch <laughs> of granola bars. Like he's not gonna. That's he's. That's not worth it. They're not paying him enough to get yeah. shot by a whole tank. Might as well just befriend that guy. Yeah, maybe he'll just bring you granola bars and be like, you know what? I like what you're doing here. It adds yep. a fun new atmosphere to this Costco. <laughs> Sign me <laughs> was, up. I'm in. It's so boring here at night, but <laughs> every, now there's a tank. Every time I go to take a wee wee in the yurtle and I'm next to a tank, I feel pretty cool. <laughs> Let me know if you need a second-hand lieutenant or something. Sorry about yeah. all the guys who keep peeing on your tank. That's completely unrelated to the issue, but... Yeah, I was going to say, it so is. the best way to winterize your house is to park is your tank To park a Costco. tank in Costco. I think, <laughs> I think in a tank house. Get a tank house and park it in the Costco. Uh, okay, there you go. Good job. I mean, that's the solution if I've ever heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, if you would have told me that the answer to the question... <laughs> How to keep your house warm was park your tank in a Costco bathroom. Uh, I don't know how it would have got that. There's no steps between that make sense. Well, that's what we're here for. Yep. Well, we hope you enjoyed that, folks, and we hope you definitely learned something. I know I learned something. Uh, if you want to, you can reach out to us at nickelparktours at gmail.com or on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Thanks to Sons of Circus for our theme song and Jake Byron for our ad song and AMF for having us on the network. And thanks to you, our listener, for listening. We love you, and please tell someone about the show. And until next time, I'm Ben. I'm Joshua. And I'm Luke. Show me some loving
emotion Can you show me how you put it all in motion Show me some loving and show me emotion Can you show me how you put it all in motion Yeah